you're like me, you know that MLM is one of the last legit ways out there that anyone can get started and have major success. But you also see that most of the training is centered around pop culture and those tactics don't always translate into success for most minorities. This podcast will show you how real minority leaders are not waiting for our companies to provide training that's actually applicable. And we're not hitting up our same list for the umpteenth time filled with uninterested friends and family. Follow this podcast while I expose the shocking methods we're using to build global teams online and get paid whether the prospect joins or not. My name is LaDon Buchanan and welcome to MLM Minority Report Radio. Hey, what's up everyone? LaDon Buchanan here with MLM Minority Report Radio and I am freaking excited to talk about getting a lot of money and being broke. Getting a lot of money and being broke. (laughs) And... uh, it's going to be pretty fun. So if you checked out the previous episode, I told you guys that I was once upon a time active duty Air Force. And uh, yeah, I did that for 12 years. But uh, when I first went into the military, my job was I was a 2W1, which is a weapons systems, you know, apprentice, like Essentially, I loaded bombs, missiles, and bullets. Like, that was my job. I didn't know that that was going to be my job when I went in, but that was kind of how it worked out. And honestly, uh, because I felt like I got tricked, the first few years of my military service weren't anything to be proud of. You know, I was very rebellious. Like, again, I felt like I got tricked into this this six-year contract And they told me that I was going to be working on computer systems. And, you know, I I could easily blame my recruiter and that kind of stuff. But honestly, at the end of the day, I signed my name to the papers without reading them. Like I kind of skimmed over them, but I was just doing what everyone else was doing. I never took the time out to really see and look at what exactly I was going to be doing. So, again, you pay for what you don't know. And we'll be talking a little bit more about that a little bit later. But, um... I wanted to talk about, you know, how when I went in the military, being a weapons troop was not easy. It was hard work. You worked on aircraft. You were, you know, a glorified aircraft mechanic who also loaded weapons as well. So what that means is if rain, sleet or snow, the aircraft are outside for the most part. So you're outside with the aircraft all day, every day. You smell like oil, you deal with 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 cancerous, you know, um, fluids and all of it. Like it was just it was I definitely learned the value of a dollar being in that career field. But what it built up in me was it built up the motivation for me to change my job. They let me know that, hey, you know, at, at around your five year mark, you'll have the opportunity to kind of change your job. And you'll be able to, you know, retake the ASVAB, take a test, blah, blah, blah. And you'll be able to, um, depending on what your score is, you'll be able to be slotted into another job. It's called cross-training. So I was pretty excited about that. So when the time, when the time came for me to cross-train, uh, I did everything. Like, I, I checked every box. I retook the test. I went from, like, a 56 on the ASVAB to, like, a 98 on the ASVAB. I was motivated I love my 2W1 people, but man, if you ask any of them, they would tell you up front, this is not the job for Ladon. Uh because he, yeah, I I don't want to say I was mechanically declined, but I was severely unmotivated because it just went against 
my personality. It went against, you know, um, just my personal interests. You know what I mean? But um, I signed up for it. It was a job that needed to be done. So I definitely did that. I deployed in that job um, and I did what needed to be done. You know what I mean? I served honorably. So when it came time for me to change my job or cross train, I had scored so high that I kind of had the pick of the litter in the available jobs. And I chose a job called contracting, which makes you an acquisition specialist. And if you keep going, you'll be able to become a contracting officer. And, you know, if you ever get out of the military, that's a very marketable job compared to loading bombs. So you are also setting yourself up for a life outside of the military as well. So I was pretty pumped about that. And one of the kickers is that that job also came with a $90,000 bonus because, again, you know, what people were doing was they were um, getting that job, getting all of the training, and then they were piecing out to the military to go make six figures in a regular company, in a civilian company. So it was very difficult for them to retain people because, you know, if you stay in the military, you get paid by the stripes on your arm. But if you leave the military, you'll get paid six figures. The stripes on your arm normally equate to between 15000 to $50,000 a year compared to six figures a year. So you can obviously see why they were having an issue. And that's why they were giving people $90,000 to uh join um that career now it wasn't a straight up ninety thousand. you know you got half up front that got taxed 35 percent or something like that don't quote me on these numbers but i know it was it was at minimum 30 percent but um so you got half up front and then you got um like a yearly stipend on the anniversary of you signing the new contract so uh that was pretty cool. You you know, imagine having, you know, a large sum of money just dropped in your lap um, when you've never seen a bank account over $3,000 in your life. Because I don't come from money. Uh, I, I, we never had money conversations in my home. Um, it would like, no, it just never happened. So, the whole idea of, you know, financial education or financial literacy was literally non-existent. And, you know, I don't want to say I'm, I'm not trying to throw rocks at my parents or anyone who helped raise me. The reality of it was it was more about and I, I heard this so many times that it was it's ingrained in my brain. Clothes on your back, food in your stomach, roof over your head. And that was that was kind of the the three things that signified you were being taken care of. And um, what that left is that left me to learn about financial education and financial literacy in the school of hard knocks, meaning that I learned about credit when I had bad credit. <laughs> like um, I had no idea what saving money was or the value of it. I knew what it was, but I didn't know the value in it. Um, and I started my military career and I, I almost ended it living paycheck to paycheck. Um, the military gives you some limited training on financial literacy, but a lot of that training isn't about building wealth. It's about taking whatever military paycheck they give you living well below that and just kind of saving up. And for some people, that's awesome. But for me, I, I, I always wanted more than what I was getting in the military. So, um, you know, 
in my 10th year of um, being in the military, that was when I saw, you know, MLM. But by that time, I had I had pissed away that ninety thousand dollars. Uh, you know, here, here we are, I'm coming up on a contract extension or a contract renewal. And I looked back and with $90,000, I, I literally have nothing to show for it. And granted, again, it got taxed heavily. So it, that 90 ended up being like 55, but still that's $55,000 over, you know, four or five year span and you have nothing to show for it. So here we are, you know, 90K, $90,000 bonus at the end of the contract term, and I don't have anything to show for it. And, you know, again, school of hard knocks of financial education. But then when I got started in my company, you know, within within three years in the company, I was a six-figure earner. And, you know, again, I didn't start learning or I didn't start receiving mentorship uh, related to like finances and investing in my business and, you know, saving up to pay taxes and all of this stuff. I didn't receive any of that until after I had over 500 customers. Like you see what I mean? So, uh, I'm not throwing rocks at my upline or anything. It's just like looking back if I would have had some kind of direction on that. And, you know, I'm not blaming them. Like, it's my responsibility. But um, just being able to, uh, you know, provide that information or that education uh, would have been awesome. But you don't know what you don't know. So now here we are three years in the game. Uh, Six-figure earner. Uh, things are going good. And then, you know, our company goes through s- some changes, and um, in those changes, there's some growing pains and uh, the the income that was being generated slowed down significantly because obviously it's easy to run when you're running in a straight line. But when you're, you know, turning the corner, you got to slow down a little bit. Uh, and depending on how sharp that corner is, you might have to slow down a lot. And that's just a part of business. That's not my company personally. Like, that's any business. And um, so when things slow down, you know, I'm now a six-figure earner, but I'm broke. I don't I don't have a job anymore, which, you know, that's cool. But my income went down significantly. So, um at the time, you know, uh, our company had kind of like a bonus um, where, you know, they would give you like, you know, between like five hundred and a thousand dollars towards whatever car you wanted, blah, 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 blah. And I was using that. I was at I was maxing it out at like I think it was like a thousand bucks or something like that. But um, I was maxing it out. So when I went to go get my dream car, um my my payment for my car was about a thousand dollars a month but but when you're getting nine hundred dollars a month or a thousand bucks a month then it's like sweet i'm not paying for it so it's all good but as things slow down you you get to realize how much of uh probably not the best investment that was because you know this is this investment is okay only if 
that thousand dollars a month never stops. But if it ever stops or if it ever slows down or decreases, the more it decreases, the more it becomes a problem for you. Um, another thing is, you know, uh, paying taxes on the income that you earned and being able to kind of manage that with write-offs and everything. And I'm not a tax professional, find your tax professional. This is not a tax conversation, but just understand that for me, um, I wasn't aware of any of that information and yeah, I had to figure that out the school of the hard knocks way. <laughs> so, um, I'm glad th that that part of my life is over by the way. And no, I, I didn't get audited or any kind of crazy stuff like that, but it was just like a, like a, a big rush, like, Whoa, okay. I need to figure this out. So, you know, 90 K bonus to broke six figure earner to broke. I, I'm so glad that those things happened to me, but I don't, you know, I don't wish that hardship on anyone, but man, those were the things that really positioned me to be who I am today. And for me to see building the business, those are the things that positioned me to build this business the way that I'm doing it now, my way. And not my way as in like I got pride and ego, but my way as in the way that fits for the wealth building strategy that I'm signed up for. And that's why this channel, this this podcast is so important because that was me. But I know people that were making thirty thousand dollars a month. In network marketing. And they like financial literacy was just out the door. Like, like they saved, but they didn't save enough to even pay their taxes. So they had to get on a payment plan. Imagine having, imagine making $30,000 a month. And when time, when it's time for taxes, you, you don't have enough saved up to pay your taxes on the money. Oh my gosh. So again, like this podcast is for those things. It's for how to, you know, automate building your organization online. It's to, you know, learn more about funnels. It's to learn more about paid prospecting. It's just to learn how to use the, use the internet to amplify your voice to more people. Because right now, your, your network, your circle, you may have a limited audience on the people who would be receptive to what you're talking about. But when you use the internet, all you're doing is amplifying your voice to those people. And, you know, it's kind of embarrassing uh, telling this, but I also understand that, you know, it's a part of being ignorant. You know, if if you were never taught like and you you were never, you know, motivated about seeking out that information and you grew up in as a consumer like all I ever saw people do was work for someone else and buy stuff. They bought their kids nice stuff. They bought them nice stuff. You know, your measure of 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 status where I come from was how much stuff you have, what clothes and shoes do your kids wear and that kind of stuff. And, you know, as sad as it is, I, I knew nothing about, you know, leverage or building wealth or anything like that. So. 
you know, it's funny how it works, but my financial struggles are what led me to MLM in the first place. See, I had a pretty good lifestyle, but again, I was living paycheck to paycheck. And I had just reached a point where one, I was tired of the life and the lifestyle that the military was giving me, but also I was looking for the next level in actually reaching my financial goals. So um, when I got started, I realized that there was just so much that I didn't know about building wealth. And that's even joining an MLM company. Do you understand that, you know, as representatives or affiliates in this company, we own very little. So like I look at MLM as like the introduction to business, you know, especially if you can really build it and really get it up and running and and get some leverage going for you. Uh, get some duplication in your business and start piling up some residual income. It's like the introduction to business. But um, I really realized more than ever that you pay for what you don't know, uh, whether it's in time, money or energy or all three. You, you know what I mean? You pay for, for what you don't know. And also people can only teach you what they know. See, as much as I wish I would have had some financial literacy or financial education, the reality of it is, you know, a perfect example. My dad loved him to death, but my dad, I don't think I've ever known him to own anything significant outside of a vehicle. I've never known him to own property. I've never known him to own his own business. I've never known any of that. He was a hardworking guy and everyone knew it. But entrepreneurship or just ownership, period, I don't think that that, that was it was ever part of, you know, him and his decisions. So, you know, does that make him a bad person? No. Does that make him less of a father? No. But again, people can only teach you what they know. So, you know, when I met the minority leaders, like leaders in general, honestly, like, 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 like less about, you know, people who came from where I came from and they were using MLM as the vehicle to get to the next level in their life. It was really when I just got around the culture of personal development in our company and I just started to, you know, really, really take in the the lessons of people like Les Brown and Tony Robbins and and Jim Rohn and, and Zig Ziglar and, and, and these amazing individuals and obviously the leaders in our company as well. Um, you know, that was when things really started to flourish for me as far as uh, personal development go, as well as financial um, literacy. But even that was also limited because, you, you know, depending on who team you join will kind of depend on what type of information you receive. Uh, the company will always put out standardized information. But it, it will also be limited because, you know, they're here to help you make money because when you make money, they make money there. It's not really their job to ensure your financial literacy. They will give you resources, but they're not making a, a super strong, concerted effort into actually getting you squared away. So um, that was where me being in an organization where 
you know, you received financial literacy, financial education, like when you reached a certain level. And honestly, I would go so far as to, to say that that's kind of too late. You know, I started really receiving financial mentorship after I had already acquired, you know, 500 customers in my organization. Like, and, you know, at that point, your, you know, everyone's company is different, but at that point, you're making a full-time income. And, and you know, when you start talking about taxes and how to write all of this stuff off and just kind of making sense of all of it, like, that didn't start happening for me until I was over 500 customers. So, um, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create this podcast is because I wanted to provide people a, a vehicle to be able to get this information, you know, early. Like, I just want to, I, I want to position anyone who hears my voice, but especially minority leaders who have little to no business experience, little to no financial education uh, from where they came from. Like, if you're the kind of person who didn't have money talks or tax talks at the kitchen table with your parents, you you are the number one person that this podcast is for because we got to close the gap on that kind of stuff and you know we we can't leave it up to our parents or be mad at them or or anyone else it's up to us now is the time for us to really really step up and bring this information to the forefront and i just feel very strongly about that so that's one of the big reasons why this podcast is even here but Another thing, that's another reason why I created the Move Makers Mastermind Group, because this is a mastermind group of people who are serious about not just ranking up in their company, but also building an enterprise, building something with their last name on it and um, building something that they'll be able to pass down uh, to their children's children. That's more than a position in a network marketing company that they don't have much control over. So um, in this mastermind group, uh, the group members get free books. They get to participate in challenges with millionaire mentors. And honestly, it's a true growth environment for those who are serious and those who are ready to get their business and their enterprise on track. And I will tell you that, you know, when when Laura placed this on my heart to, to really, really move forward with all of this, I just got excited because I've always had people tell me, man, it's so amazing what you're doing in your company. But man, I I, I just see it on you that, that you are destined for so much bigger than what you're doing. I'm I'm proud of you and, and I'm happy that, that you're doing what you're doing. But man, you're going to be doing something so much bigger while also doing that. And this is literally it coming to fruition. So um, that is, that's probably one of the most powerful things is that, you know, I look at automation and the internet and funnels and and paid like all of this stuff. I look at all of this stuff as just being amplifiers for the voice that has been underserved for so long. You know, the direct selling association as well as the AARP, they they both did studies on the demographics of network marketing. 
And uh, I don't know if you know, but 85% of network marketing as a whole is white people. Like it's, it's, it's Caucasian people and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I am, I'm not here to hate on nobody. I tell you that I love all people because you know, that's what the good books say. There's another book called the law of success and any books that you hear me talk about, like anything you will be, there will be a website called LaDonBuchanan.com that you'll be able to go to that website and get these books for pretty much nothing. So, um, yeah, so just know that that'll be available, uh, if not this week, next week. But again, I'm not here to hate on anyone, but the reality of it is this, is if 85% of your company is one demographic, if you were the owner of the company, how would you structure your training? You would structure it for the majority, which is fine, but that puts the minority people into a position to be underserved. And, you know, I'm not here to combat left, right, up or down. I'm here to provide a voice, to provide solutions and to close the gap on that training that's applicable to us to actually be present, you know, because right now it's kind of absent. And here's here's my proof. My proof is this. When you hear that a minority leader in your company is going to be training on stage at the next event, how excited do you get? Is it like, oh, okay, cool. Or is it like, oh, yes, man. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so pumped. I can't. I know that they're going to crush it. He's going to crush it. She's going to crush it. Boom, boom, boom. Why are you so excited? I'll tell you why. Because this is one of the opportunities, one of the rare opportunities that you'll get for you to receive training that you feel is applicable to you. That's one of the big reasons why. And again, that's what this podcast is for. It's to close the gap on that. If we wait for our companies to place minority leaders on the stage or for us to earn our way on stage for us to receive the applicable training at the events, we ain't never going to get there. You know what I mean? Like it'll take ages, but this is why we need to have, you know, people um, who are leaders in this industry, no matter what level leader you are, but people that are leaders in this industry, stepping up and um, finding other mediums or other stages for us to uh, voice this applicable training. So just know that I will say this once, but I will say it again and again and again. The internet is our amplifier. We have a voice, but the internet is our amplifier. Because with the internet, we can perform the same actions, but we can perform those actions in front of more eyes. We can perform the same actions, but we can perform those same actions in front of more eyes and more people who resonate with us. So, That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Do me a favor and head over to my Instagram at LaDon Buchanan. Add me on there. Follow me there. I do follow you back. And uh, leave me a question or anything related to this podcast. 
I'm super pumped about all that. Also, like and subscribe. See, with those likes and those subscribes and those reviews, I'm going to be like, even if you don't agree, still leave a review. And the reason I ask you to do that is because it is going to bring more attention to this podcast for more minorities and more minority leaders just like you for for them to be able to see that there is a platform that is applicable to them that will aid them in their success. So thank you everyone. Tune in to the next podcast cuz it's going to be the heat and I'm going to be talking about I like to call it the Black Panther effect, Wakanda forever baby, but also, you know, um we're going to be talking about the power of setting an example and being an example. Everyone take care. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode of MLM Minority Report Radio. If you're like me, funnels, automation, and paid prospecting sound exciting, but you also don't know where to even start, which can be kind of scary. So I wanted to extend an invitation for you to be a part of the Move Makers Mastermind Challenge. This group will go through a 30-day challenge with three millionaire funnel experts who will show you step-by-step on how to get your first funnel up and running to help you make moves in your business. The kicker is I will be there to fill in all the gaps. I'm gonna be honest, the information is amazing, but for someone like me with little to no online business experience, it's a lot to keep up with. That's why I'm gonna be going through the challenge with you to answer questions and hold your hand through the entire process. You will also get a ton of added bonuses that you can use to propel your business after the challenge. And oh yeah, there's a cash prize for everyone in the group who completes the challenge. So head over to wearemovemakers.com forward slash challenge to get registered. This will be a small group to ensure the best possible outcome for everyone. So register quickly to reserve your spot. And yes, registration closes soon. Again, head over to wearemovemakers.com forward slash challenge. Let's get it.